Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And welcome everybody to another episode of Lancer Perseus Endeavors. I am Cody, your game master tonight, and joining me today is John. Uh, John, I'm piloting. I'm. I'll be playing Oni, piloting the Vanguard Pattern GMS Everest Mizuchi, recently rekitted with new equipment. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'll be playing Valkyrie, piloting the. GMS, the, the GMS Everest command pattern, Regenleaf, and also with recent modifications. And Craig? Hi, I am uh, Cosine Ma, piloting the uh, uh, support uh, pattern. GMS standard pattern, uh, <laughs> Everest frame, home, codename Homestead. And Andrew? Hello, I'm Andrew, and I'll be playing Sparky, piloting the sniper pattern, GMS Everest, Laramar 2. Also and, with a redux of gear. Yep. And uh, last we left off, um, uh, our pilots were on their way to investigate a distress signal uh, after um, successfully deflecting a uh, seemingly rogue, but turned out to be uh, intentionally uh, guided asteroid towards a planet in a system they were all nearby. Um, having spent the last four days in... Uh, well, having spent the last few hours for them uh, in a light speed jump, they arrived at the location of the distress signal uh, about four real-time days later. Uh, and as you drop out of light speed, you watch as the planet... Uh, in front of you rapidly grows to take up most of the vision, uh, a large portion of your vision on the, um, uh, I forgot. I f really quick. I forget. Yeah. Is it just the four of us on this massive fucking ship right now? Yeah. And as you're noticing that, um, uh, you do see various panels and stuff. They all, they're all, they look like they're being worked on, but there's nothing there. There's nobody working the actual stations. Everything is seeming to work uh, for the most part. Whoever is piloting, I know you guys did say someone was. Yeah, I'd be uh, piloting. Yeah. 
Um, so with the time that you've been uh, in this jump, you can see that there is an NHP running in the background. Um, whether it uh, is interactive or not. Uh, I wouldn't have of... tried to introduce myself to the NHP running our ship. <laughs> because yeah. that seems like a good uh, thing to do. <laughs> it uh, greets you back. Uh, uh, designates itself as Diamir, uh, the ship's NHP. Um Asks if there's any... Uh, yeah, I'll put that in chat one second. Yep, that's the correct spelling. Hey. That's not... There we go. Put that in our notes document. All right, we don't have a notes document in this game. Right. Yep, sorry. I'll, I'll throw one in there in a bit. Um, on the ship's bridge, but yes, the... Um, yeah, it asks uh, if there's anything uh, specific that you need help with. If you would like to change the designation of the ship's transponder, uh, seeing as has, as you've all been given access to do that. What is um, the current designation of the ship's transponder? Uh, it is, right now, it is the INT Tempest. At some point in the four hours, so yeah, so I would have introduced myself to the, introduced myself to the to the NHP. I okay. would have then disseminated that information to the rest of the crew that is currently just four people. Um, and I would have also asked. I would have also. So uh, the ship's name is the INT Tempest. I don't know if anybody has a burning desire to change that at the moment. I kind of do, but I'm not going to take a lateral move like that without talking to folks. That would be unprofessional. <laughs> Don't exactly seem the sort of name we'd want on a ship. Something calling to mind another ship going getting lost at sea. Anyone have any suggestions of their own? How about the teapot? Uh, could I veto that one real hard? Oh, um, it's just, but you get it. It was a tempest, now it's a teapot. No, no. You scams, ain't got no mind for humor. All right, then, Big Bridges, what's your idea? Uh, I mean, I have a few... The one that comes to mind was uh, there was a um, there was a name that my old uh, comp con spat out as a suggestion when I was cycling through uh, 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 names for uh, mechs that didn't really fit for a mech, but I really liked the name for like a ship. It was called uh, I think the name was Akundalar. It was some sort of like uh, Arctic <laughs> word, I believe. And it's sort of like I just really like the I ring of it. I can certainly go with that one. I think it's like an auric word, but you know. If if my memory of auric comes through properly, I think it's something along the lines of like spear point or something. I don't know. Something like that. Well, 
I wouldn't exactly call that a uh, a slam dunk, but it would certainly be a pro toss in the right direction. A Akundalar certainly works for me. Uh, the only other option that I would put forward is something from my own culture as well. It sort of comes back from Old Cradle. Uh, is the name Bifrost as the bridge that connects us from place to place. I mean, if we were going with Old Cradle names, I was going to say Arashi, but I didn't want that to be too hard for everyone to pronounce. <laughs> Kind of like Bifrost. What do you think, Sparky? You're on the ship too. You get you get the voice. There is no response at first, except for a loud clang uh, on the comms, and then, uh, well. They seem fine to me. Temp, temp, even Tempest seemed fine. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I was more curious about the INT designation. Does INT mean anything to me as like a ship name, Cody? Uh, yeah. Uh, so it, the INT is kind of like the, uh, like the old cradle or um, even Union like the military designation of a ship. Uh, it looks like this was uh, an interstellar um, uh, transport. So, yeah. Uh, uh, INT interstellar or IN interstellar T transport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, uh, it's an old cradle designation for ships. It's like interstellar transport or something. Well, that's definitely not a designation I'm familiar with. Typically, fortune-made ships are a DMN and then a, a numerical designation. You know, but this clearly is not a fortune model, so... The only reason I know that is just because the, the, SMC, the SMC had a lot of... Uh, cradle texts and digital information like they my folks were really keen on honoring tradition and things so if you if you don't have a particular idea of your own do you have a vote for either of the three names put forward uh well Bifrost is easily the most pronounceable and certainly seems iconic. So, yes, I think that one gets my vote. Alright. Uh, I will, I will let Diamir know to change designation to Bifrost. Alright, as soon as you say it, it's about, you see a, a small flash on the screen... Uh, almost as if it resets for a second, and then up in the up where it used to say the INT Tempest, it now says Bifrost. All right, the ship's name has been christened. I don't know what that word means, though. 
that's one of those things that they have in like they have references to in the documents on our ship, but I never actually learned what the root word meant, so supposedly it's just naming a ship. Yeah. You hear a, 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 a slight hiss behind you as a small uh, little cubby opens and there's a little it seems to be a, a bottle of some sort behind it that just slides out and then the little uh, door slides behind it closed so now it's just sitting there on a the shelf. I grabbed the bottle? Yep. It looks like a bottle of old bubbly. The ship just gave me a bottle of wine, guys. Uh, I believe I believe you're supposed I believe you're supposed to smash that on the side of the ship. Already uh, opened oh, and yeah. drinking. <laughs> All right. Can I quickly try to tell if there was any worth to this thing before it got <laughs> Uh go ahead and yeah, go ahead and make a roll. Um, if you think there might be anything that would apply, let me uh, know. <laughs> Probably get a hold of something. Yeah, yeah, that would that would help. So that'd be plus whatever it is, plus two. Drinking from the bottle too, like Oni is not particularly cultured. Thirteen, <laughs> thirteen. Yeah, uh, it looked to be. Pro- you're not weren't familiar with the the brand as you're watching Oni uh, still <laughs> chugging it. Uh, seems like. And uh, it seems to have the same kind of Andaran motif. It looks old, but uh, How's it not, taste? not too old. Like maybe maybe about fifteen years or so. It's a seems to be a decent vintage. Well, at least share it around if you're going to pop it open. I will hold the bottle up. I will reach out and try to grab it. I'll let you grab it. I'm not, right, I'm not, I'm not like, it. taking it from you. I'm just offering it up. As you guys start passing around the wine and the bridge, <laughs> uh, uh, you see the planet before you appears to be brown and barren. Uh, that is until you break atmosphere, continue to approach and break atmosphere. Uh, as you decelerate, um, you see what the brown and uh, yellowish landscape before you or below you uh, start to uh, shift and wave. Uh, it looks like they're, it's covered in very thick, tall grasses uh, with very large uh, and spread out sparse trees. Uh, a few copses, but most of the trees in the, it seems uh, tend to be uh, by themselves. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, and also, it's punctuated by multitudes of rocky outcroppings. And everybody go ahead and roll a... Uh, give me a roll. And Spot will apply to this, if anybody has it. Yeah. Well, or if anybody... For anything else, if anybody wants to... Would Survive theoretically give me any help? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and while we're Checking making these the rolls, can you give you us fly over. while we're making these rolls, can you give us a notes document and roll twenty? Yes. Seven. Boom. I know everything. <laughs> Let's see. Which is ironic because I grew up on an ice world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not so much that you grew up on an ice world other than read the books. You. You grew up on you grew up on a world at least. I grew up in a ship. 
<laughs> to be fair, grew up as grew up here, meaning vat grown. All right, let me know near full adulthood is working. Yes, it is. Yes. All right. So, yeah, uh, Valkyrie, you watch as it seems that a few of the rocky outcroppings, uh, the smaller outcroppings, but they they still appear to be decently sized um a bit smaller than your ship uh appear to have some sort of trail leading towards them uh or away from them uh and actually with the natural 20 you actually do see one of them currently slowly uh moving across the plains below you vehicles one of the rocky outcroppings. Oh, so the, the the actual like the actual mountains are moving. Uh, not uh, no, they're not mountain sized. They're like, um, they look kind of like big boulders or like just places where the rocks have jutted up. But they seem to be actually moving. Yeah, you see what you see at least one of them actively moving. I... slowly, but it's still moving. That. I think the name ge- geographically for it is Butte is moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Well, let's see if we can let, let's let's ring the doorbell see if anybody's home. Uh, I'm going to open communications back along the line of the distress call that we've been following. Okay. Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, okay. uh, Planet Venema, this is Oni of the Sanadamaru Mercenary Corps, piloting the Bifrost Lancer Transport, answering your distress call. If anybody is home, please answer. Uh, you hear over the frequency, uh, shortly after, over the frequency, uh, Lancer Transport Bifrost, this is Colony, uh, whoops, uh, Colony uh, traffic control. Um, begin final approach to uh, gives you a set of coordinates. Um, permission to land granted. Uh, yep. Um, yeah. So gives you permission to land and uh, tells you that. There will be someone to meet you as you land. Uh, uh, responding back, is this a coming in hot situation, or are we on foot at the moment? Uh, land within colony borders on the landing pad, and uh, should be fine. Uh, are you being chased? Is there a reason nope. you'd be coming in hot? Uh, you, you guys sent out the <laughs> distress <right>. signal. <laughs> Well, so you know the distress signal was sent from near the colony, not actual, the actual colony. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind then. I wouldn't say that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then, yeah, no, you're given permission to land. I will bring the ship in. All right. Uh, you begin to land, and as you disembark uh, on the ship, you're approached by a woman in uh, formal-looking attire, uh, she's walking up as you guys are disembarking. Uh, she's holding some sort of data pad out in front of her. 
uh, and appears to be speaking hurriedly uh, into to something. Um, I am I am uh, I am back in my. She, I was like, I was like, for for the for the for for everyone else's benefit, I am back in my pilot suit that has the big flowing red cloak on it now. <laughs> now that we're back in business mode. All right. So, all right. She walks up, uh, appears to finish whatever conversation she's having. Swipes a couple times on the data pad. And then folds her arms in front of her and uh, gives a, a slight bow and says, uh, Greetings, I am Anara Devon, uh, head of the colony here on Venoma. Uh, I take it you're here because of your envoy, the recent uh, events concerning your envoy? Does that make sense to anything? <laughs> or is she just talking nonsense? She's... She's asking you guys basically why you're here. I I, I know, but does uh, does envoy mean anything? I mean, we didn't send an envoy, right? Yeah. Uh, no, you guys didn't. Um, did the people? Uh, did did um? What's his name? Uh, yeah, they did have a scout here. They had a scout uh, in uh, uh, an individual station here. Uh, Calvin Stragas mentioned that there was a scout stationed here, but we're coming in answering a distress call. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so you are here for your envoy. Uh, well, uh, you are Andar military, correct? Andar military asked us to take this job. Mercenaries. Ah, okay. That ex- She kind of like looks over your ship. Okay. Um, sorry, I uh, thought you were part of the Andar military and were already aware of the situation. Um, no, we're just I, taking pay from them. You're going to have to a little bit up to speed there. Yes. Uh, she he- uh, holds out the data pad towards you and says, um, the distress signal, we, we just actually finished speaking with uh, Cal- uh, Mr. Stragas uh, a few moments ago. Um, but, uh, the distress signal that appears to have been received on their end was actually a, an emergency data burst, uh, sent to two locations. It appears, uh, the long range version was scrambled. Um, but the one sent to our, uh, settlement, uh, was intact. Uh, only a select few know that this has happened, um, but uh, I advise, please, uh, if you would hit the. Do we? Do you have a screen on your ship, or? I click the button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can. You watch as a video starts to play, um, and you hear uh, this is Lancer class Vanguard call sign Envoy. Uh, I saw a strange structure on my le- most recent pass over the southern plateaus. Uh, I've decided to investigate since the colony has not made any significant uh, construction endeavors in that area. Uh, he talks for a little bit longer and uh, then it goes quiet for a bit and she kind of reaches over and she's, uh, you may want to fast forward to a bit. Uh, 
right about here and she hits uh the pro the progress bar and uh slows it down uh, the video goes on for a bit looks more like travel um and slows back down and you watch as envoy just kind of like walking through the plateaus and the grass uh it appears that he's in some sort of uh everest pattern mech that you can see uh, and the grass that he's walking through is probably about anywhere from waist to mid chest. Uh, on the Everest? On the mech. Yeah, on the Everest. So this is very tall and thick grass. It's a forest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, he slows down and he kind of stops and he starts to look around. Uh, and as he's as the camera pans and turns, uh, he's suddenly charged by a beast of some sort. Uh, and a short scuffle ensues where, uh, within a matter of moments, uh, he's able to dispatch the beast. And as he's recovering, uh, you see, uh, another alarm, uh, in the cockpit go off as this time he's struck again, but by munitions this time. Um, and, the camera pans around again and he is faced with at least two mechs uh, in front of him. I will show you guys the images. One second. And this is all, uh, all we're, we're so, seeing this video like all like a cockpit recorder. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're basically seeing uh, the HUD display and um, what he's seeing. A well, bit we're not of seeing footage him. for yeah. yeah, basically what he's seeing. Yeah. Um, and there is a small like uh, camera in camera of the actual what the cockpit looks like inside. Yeah. Like what he's doing. Um. Get you those images later, but because uh, <laughs> I don't know how to share the images, uh, you just add them to our. You put them in Slack. Yeah, put them in Slack, or you can, or you can add them to um, our. Um, you can add them to our, like, just add them to our journal if they're in Roll Twenty already. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like ha- make handouts, add to um, our journals. <clears throat> but uh, as as he turns around, uh, you see two mechs with. Uh, one of them has a decent-sized rifle uh, leveled at them, and the other one uh, next to that uh, mech with the rifle leveled is uh, down on all, all fours, has uh, large metal spikes coming out where horns would be. Um, and uh, as he goes to like slowly bring his rifle up... Uh, you can hear over uh, a speaker system. I wouldn't do that if I were you, friend. And then two more alarms go off, and uh, everybody go ahead and roll a d20. Any particular skill might apply? Uh, spot or... Um, uh, I don't know. You guys tell me. what. Yeah. I don't know what skills you spot all have. Spot works for me. Yep. I, I, that's the most common one I know. <laughs> So, 
Um, I I would like to see if I could recognize this critter at all. Uh, Maggie's I don't have a skill specifically, but Maggie's background is worker. She used to be a space space cow wrangler. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say that'll give you a plus one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. No, oh, all right. So that would only be a seven. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm not getting yep. anything out of that. That's a two for me. I got a 17. Uh, yep, Valkyrie and Oni. Uh, both of you spot a specific alarm uh, this time that uh, was installed in most uh, most military mechs that deal with piracy. Uh, it is an alarm that alerts that core worm rockets have been attached. Uh, and you hear a quick, oh shit, and uh, you watch as uh, the feed goes black right before in the little camera in camera. You watch him slam down in the emergency uh, eject, basically. And that's when the... That would be... The emergency eject seems to be... Uh, where the video cuts off? The uh, Yeah, it's where the video cuts off and where uh, there's a short burst in... Uh, Transmission. Do I know what core worm rockets are? Uh, go ahead and make a roll for it. Uh, does... Well, no, you've dealt with pirates before. Yeah. Um, I was uh, a I was technically a pirate. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, you guys. I know was what a pirate hunter. Rockets are. They're basically. <laughs> they're rockets that, if they hit, they don't explode. They attach, and then by Various means, depending on the manufacturer, uh, bore their way towards the cockpit. And if the cockpit is not vacated, uh, it is forcibly vacated. They're pilot-killing rockets. Yes. They, they specifically are to destroy the pilot and not the mech. So you can salvage it. Yeah. Did I recognize any uh, markings on the two mechs that we saw? Um, go ahead. Let's see. What did you? So, because because this is relevant and probably especially to Valkyrie's experience, they were using. It looked like they were using beasts as part of their hunting party to track this guy down. Did they seem like Spari? Uh. You're not quite sure if they were using the beasts um, or if uh, they don't seem like uh, any faction you've encountered before. The They do have markings on like the one with the horns has uh, a large on each shoulder. Uh, what looks like an, uh, a compass rose, but in front of it is a... Uh, skull with the bottom jaw like the wide open skull mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with a compass rose behind it uh, that symbol is also on the chest of the one in front and uh, neither of those two mechs are the ones that fired the rockets yeah. but, that, but those symbols don't mean anything to me or Valkyrie uh Go ahead and uh, roll. Uh, sure. Let's see. I don't think I have anything that would. 
18. Modify the roll. Okay. 10. 10. Uh, you haven't heard, you, have, you don't recognize the symbol, Oni, but Valkyrie, uh, you have, you, you kind of think back and it's been a very long time, but you've seen the symbol maybe once before back on your home world uh, the void void sirens uh, can't remember if you fought them for a territory when you made it to a different section of the uh, Perseus spur or if they attacked you guys or if you teamed up for a raid or something like that but you at least you you have a name maybe so yeah i uh, i the name, the name that comes to mind name that comes to mind with that symbol uh void sirens i know that the dragon raiders have encountered them before i don't remember in what context uh, i've never encountered them which means i've never killed any of them so i might have but i can't recall Definitely pirates. You haven't. Watch out for those rockets, I say to the other two. Alright. Those uh if they're using if they're using pilot killer rockets, they're they're in business. Yeah, they Kill the might save the metal. Exactly. Well any way to shut them down if they get a hold of you? Physically, if you if you know where they're attached, you might be able to break them before they dig in, rip them off. But yes. if the if they if you they do know get, that they take time. Yeah, yeah. They, ta- they they take a bit to bore through, but if you can't get them off, your only option is to eject. You can rip what well, you can rip them off. You could probably shut them down if you're good enough with with uh, with hacking. But I'm not. But there are four of us, which means that if if they tag one of us with them, the other can see them. Always travel in twos. Or more, if you can manage it. I mean, yeah. All right. Uh, Power in numbers. Does this have a, a, the the location that he's uh, to the lady we're talking to? The location that he's referencing in this video does that have anything to do with the mobile mountain we saw on the way in? Uh, no, those are local um, fauna, uh, the, and she kind of gestures to the wall that you guys that the the uh, landing port is is near. Uh, it starts out; it's probably about forty foot high, solid metal wall at, um, uh, encasing the area. But then it goes up, probably about another thirty feet of uh, uh, a bit of plasma shielding that kind of just curves back in on itself. Um, they're, uh, they're called, uh, Tor Drakes, and, uh, so long as you leave them alone, uh, they're fairly docile. Uh, we've even had short, uh, uh scientific excur- excursions to get samples off of them to see if they see what their makeup is. Uh, they're very interesting creatures. But uh, 
those uh, uh, those creatures. Uh, okay, so are, leave the mountains alone. Should not be related. Yes, yes. If if at all possible. I've never seen mega. I've never seen megafauna that disguises itself as a mountain before. It appears to have been hand come in handy during the, this planet's development. Uh, the beasts, or the beast that the uh, the envoy did uh, fight with, though uh, that uh, is called a valley prowler. Uh, those are uh, the main. One of the main dangers uh, on the planet. Uh, that's why most of our agricultural development is inside the walls. Um, we have been looking at expanding, but finding safe areas and getting to those safe areas is the uh, biggest challenge, uh, especially as we don't have very many combat-capable mechs. Uh, we have some for light protection, but if we a pack of those is uh, happened upon uh, then we generally try to avoid them hmm. but uh, it looks like it's their mech and uh, you said your Lancer pilots as well yep that would be the case yes out of curiosity we, good eating on them drake things um the drakes they do or have the a bit. No, the drakes, biggest. The, the drakes. No, we have not had uh, anybody try to uh, extract that sort of sample to see if there's any culinary. I've I've never been hungry to enough to eat a rock myself. Got to get past the rock. Could I be all kinds of goodies inside. I like my teeth intact. I mean, as much as a beast the size of a mountain probably has a lot of, I would say, probably mostly white meat, if I was to take a guess. It might not even the, have uh, meat. It might be rock all the way through. I mean, it could, it could be a silicon-based life form, I guess, but... Eh. How are you ever going to find out if you don't try? I'm not. But I'm more interested. I'm more interested in the prowlers. Yes. This transmission, did it include any any manner of coordinates? Yes, uh the transmission uh relayed his, his last known coordinates. Um they should be on the data pad. Uh any help you need, uh any supplies, we do have access to a printer. Um uh, capable of uh, rearming or uh, modifying if you yourselves don't have one. Um, no, we're good we've on got the modifying printer. We're just short a uh, mech printing sized. Ah, yes. They're, they can be quite the uh, troublesome thing to get a hand on. Well... Does does the Bifrost have a catapult? A catapult? Like a mech launching catapult? Like Oh, yeah. Uh Yes, uh where you actually store them? 
Uh, remember how I said that the because yeah, you guys are on that page right now, correct? Yeah, it's the yep. it, yeah. it's those sidebars. So yeah, that. so those those hatches uh, where your mechs are actually basically parked, they're kind of latched onto the back, and on the back of them, there's I twin imagine... rails that will launch you up or down depending on I imagine this whole front section of the ship is just hangar space. Yeah, it's pretty much and just like hangar space. All of the like everything like all the actual, also... like, crew quarters and engineering is all back here. Yes. Oops. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, there we go. How do I uh, yes. Fine? Yeah, you you better know. Yeah. Okay. Better. Uh yeah. did if I look back at the Bifrost, do the catapults look like they're at a good angle to fire us over the walls and out? Uh, they generally fire straight up. Okay. So no. So, yeah, so no. You you could, if you, you we, we, got into the ship and we, tilted it, we I have guess. A, We have a runway, but it's not a, it's not a catapult runway. No. Yeah. That's, that's, for, that's for space takeoff. And I think only two of our mechs are air-capable. Well, mine's mine's yours isn't air capable. Yours is jump capable. Mine's air. Which capable. means it, which means it can get in the air for a decent distance. Yeah, but I'm the only one that can actually fly, uh, at the moment at least. All right, so look at the. Uh, I point up at the at the the plasma dome. Is that one way or no? Uh, no. It's either side is dangerous cool. um, so where's but the we do have a gate that you can leave through yes all right uh, let's let's deploy and get moving are roads generally big enough for mechs or do we need to take specific passages uh there's a, actually an exit nearby uh the envoy and other uh, individuals from andara that had mechs or large vehicles uh, would leave uh, through this exit and it's uh, on the actually on the other side, she points uh, to the other side of the airfield. All right, folks. All right, let's get moving then. Tune up your mechs. Let's go. If you still have any EVA units start. on, you should probably take them off. <laughs> yep. So, if you guys want to uh, out re outfit your mechs or change anything right now, you have as much time as you need to do that. Yep. This is our last chance to update your mechs. So, mine's good uh, to go. I think. I have already taken off the EV unit on the homestead. Um, I put an Argonaut shield on. Uh, yep, I have made my preparations. All right. All right. You guys finish your preparations, and as you uh, disembark... So- the, yep. the the only looks slightly different now as you all come into the hangar. The the what was previously a hooded helmet, the hood of the cloak is now gone, and the helmet has been replaced with a golden demon mask that has a large volume of red hair coming out the back of it. And instead of a big sword on the back and one sword in the hand, there are two chain axes attached at the sides of the of the mech. Actually, I think for something like this, uh, as 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 Valkyrie is modify as getting her mech suited, she actually takes a couple of the weapons off. I'm going to swap out my heavy melee and bo- and both the things in my flex mount with the super heavy cyclone pulse rifle. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a mini gun, isn't it? 
Yes. <laughs> well, once there was a uh, rocket launcher on uh, the back of uh, Laramar's right shoulder, there is now what appears to be a uh, Nexus array. Okay. All right. I'm taking the bolt nexus. Trying out that bolt nexus. <laughs> yep. All right. And All you've right. got what, what you 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 have a howitzer, an assault cannon, and a shield, Greg. Uh, the shield is actually just as systems gear. I have a, a I have an assault cannon, a mortar, and a howitzer. Okay. Yeah, but you have the, the right. argonaut shield though. Is the yeah yeah. And I still have the portable cover, too. All right. All right. Vanguard so as you guys... I was, yep. I, was, I was just doing my, my launch sequence, because that's the best part of mech, of mech anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Vanguard pattern Mizuchi, launching now. <laughs> Dropping out of the ship. Demand pattern Regenleaf, launching. Clear your eyes, metal cores can't lose. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> too ready for duty. Sparky is in full business mode. <laughs> Alright. As you disengage and start traveling out the uh, out of the uh, exit on the other side of the uh, airfield, uh, you begin traveling through the, the thick grass and it there's probably about 40 yards or so where it's a little bit thinner uh, and actually kept it, it seems by the locals uh, just to kind of keep their walls a little bit clear um, uh, but as soon as after that uh, it picks right back up into thick um, brown and yellow grasses uh, and you begin heading towards the the coordinates. Um, after a few hours of travel, uh, you do make it to the uh, coordinates. One second. Let you guys position yourselves wherever you want. Um. Any sign that anything has been eating the grass as we move along? Uh, <laughs> it's it's okay, but I just noticed that I I don't have my updated target. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. That's fine. Uh, it's right. There, you can see there's patches of like uh, where it's a little lower. Like it kind of you can see the grass kind of looks like it's rolling. Um, it do, does look like the tops and patches are being eaten. Uh, you haven't seen anything um, eating them yet. Um, but it's, it's so tall. I'm just curious if the if the drakes graze as they move along. Could be. Uh, so yeah, as we're getting in, uh, just turning on sensors at full range, scanning to see if anything pops up. Uh, you can see a little bit of smoke coming from this area, just like a lazy, thin trail coming up from here. Got something um, over there. 
and uh, you see a patch of grass uh, moving differently from the wind nearby uh, over in this direction. Something might be in the grass. Well, I can go up above and take a look down, and if anything starts shooting at me, you guys know where to fire. That's a bit of a hot tactic. Why don't we just get close first? <laughs> Give everyone a chance to open fire. Spread out a bit, try to come at them from different directions, or we want to stay all bunched up. Don't. Uh, I would say you you stay with the Laramar, if nothing else, because deployable cover will be useful if this breaks up into a fight. And well, keep... I did not bring my deployable cover. Don't worry. <laughs> Mom's got some still. Yeah. All right. Plus this new one, and she, the 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 homestead sort of taps the uh, assault cannon against just this giant moniform slab of reinforced metal that is hanging off one of the arms now. <laughs> ting, right. ting. Nice. Well. All right. Uh, Laramar, uh, Laramar and Homestead head south around these rocks. I'll go in the middle. Uh, I'll take the west end. Take the west end. All right, let's go. Mizuchi, before you go, mm-hmm. one one moment. And Sparky taps a few uh, uh, controls in her cockpit and applies the Dominion's Breadth Quick Tech action. Uh, you gain one overshield. Yay! Ooh. Over- How long does that last? Uh, it doesn't specify. It's just temporary hit points. It just lasts huh. until, uh, yeah, it's temporary hit points. Yeah. Mm. And when that overshield is lost for any reason, you create an electric pulse and a burst two around you. Any hostile characters take one AP energy damage and must pass an engineering save or become impaired. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, overshield is just temporary hit points, basically. It works just like temporary hit points does in D&D. Yeah. All right. So I'm heading All right. this way. Okay. We're probably uh, about there at this point. Arky, you set the pace. I oh, follow along. Understood. Yeah, it also works exactly like temporary hit points in that you only retain the highest value of overshield yeah, apply. Yeah, does stack. not stack. Yep, that's yeah. why I said. That's why I said it works exactly like temporary hit points. Presumably, yeah. presumably, yeah. it lasts until you until you take a rest. Yeah. Or until they're gone. Yep. That would make sense. Alright. So. so let's, let's move, let's move uh, William, let's move one rock at a time. So that, like, we get to here, see if anything changes, and yeah. then we'll move up to the next one, see if anything changes. Give Cody right, a chance so to spring things on us. Yeah, then. Yep. Uh, as you guys start moving, you do see this cluster of rocks right here kind of grown which, and then start which, moving away from you a little bit. Which cluster of rocks? Which cluster? You didn't ping this on the map cluster layer. Right. You're pinging on the GM layer. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yep. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you ping on the layer that we can't see, we won't notice it. There you go. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. That one. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, this cluster of rocks right here, and it's moving away I'm from you. I'm still not seeing which one it is. Uh, uh, far left, top corner. Oh, okay. There, yeah, it wasn't on screen. That one, way over there. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Uh, and slowly, lazily moving away from you guys, uh, whether it noticed you at all. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has a sensor range longer than 10, uh, but anything that's 10 hexes away will be, will show up on our sensors, so I'm keeping an eye on those. Uh, let's see. 
I'm fairly certain we all have since arranged him. Yeah, the the, the Everest does just normally. I don't know if anything that modifies that. Like a mountain full of me. So, let me check something really quick. No, it's entirely possible they have things that's, that prevent them from being seen by sensor range. So let's check something to see what uh, sensors... That'll be on page 34. Oh, so you can scan an area and then anything yeah. within sensor range. Yep. Okay. And that's what I'm doing. I'm scanning with my sensors right now. Okay. Uh, so the bit of movement that you picked up earlier when you were walking uh, has ceased. Um, you do spot a biological presence uh, nearby the bit of smoke. Right, right around where it was. Okay. Um, I I disengage and... my I, I I engage my twin chain axes off their mounts. <laughs> okay. Just in case something comes lunging at me. All right. Got uh, something biological on the sensors. Might be that uh, valley thing. What do you think, Sparky? You want to get closer or you want to post up on top of one of these hills? Well, I don't want to post up on anything that might move under my feet. Oh. All right. Let's get a little closer. I'll move to the other side of this rock. Yep. Hey, Sparky. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Maybe I'll answer that question when the mission is done. Oh, come on, kid. Lighten up a little bit. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working, too. <laughs> working on a plan to get us into one of them meat mountains. <laughs> uh, anything else ping as we get closer? Uh, uh, nope. Nothing else is pinging. Right. Moving to here. Right. This is where I get jumped by a cat. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, why do you think I gave you the overshields? <laughs> oh no. I fully intend to be the first thing hit. I mean, you're oh, the one who's going to be piloting a Blackbeard soon, so you know you get you get to be the frontline axe murderer. <laughs> Ten so. Would it help if we gave you a, a an aura to indicate how far out our... Yeah, that'd probably help. So 10 hexes, which in this is 50 feet. But yeah, 50 meters. Or 50, whatever the, the designation aura. is. Orange, yeah. bing... So yeah, X 10 hex. 10 hex aura. Mm. Yeah. So that's a that's our that's my sensor range right. at least. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep. Still nothing. The smoke is still lazily drifting. You can see the grass around this area is uh, a bit 
uh, matted and tore up. So overcomes. All right, I'm going to move in towards the crap. What I'm assuming is the cra- is the site of the attack. Uh, if Sparky, you and Ma could set uh, could post up a little bit further to the south, and Valkyrie, if you would come in around the other side of this rock right here. Yeah, I'll be done. As I go like- here. Okay, you get to about right there. All right. Uh, when. Uh, you can see the biological entity that was there. Uh, it looks to be that Valley Prowler that was in the video. <clears throat> Except there are no stab wounds or anything, or, or gunshot wounds, and it, uh, it looks to have been at least now partially eaten. Uh, and as you get near it... By something else. Yep. You see from your right side. Why? Here we go. Uh, as a creature charges you. One, two, three. Oh, hi. I'm right behind five, it. Six. That's why I had you guys flanking me at good distances. <laughs> What's this thing speed? Where is its speed? I don't know. Where is its speed? It's not it where I, It's not where it should be. <laughs> Special class oh, monstrosities. Okay. Yeah. Believe it's got a speed of six or eight. That that's a big jump. <laughs> it's only a two square. It's only a two square difference. Okay. It's got a speed of six. It's a okay. two tier difference on the stat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 six. So, what's right there? One, two, three, four, five, six. It's going to one, two. Let's use. All right, uh, it charges, and now. Uh, It will get one attack on you. I'm going to make that field gray so it's a little bit easier to look at. (laughs) I guess I'm probably the only one that can see myself. Uh, I think... You can only see your own aura. Cody and I are the only ones that can see my aura. Yeah. 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 But, the I, but it's useful also, for me. The audience can also uh, see it, so I turned it gray, yeah. so it's less yeah. interesting. I'll make I'll make my aura also gray, just so that it blends with yours, and so you can just see this is this is area covered by someone's sensors. Maybe make it a slightly right. off. Assuming I the same color. Of gray. I was like, maybe maybe I get a slightly different color of gray, just because that way you can see differentiate a little bit. Mine is the um, I took the third from the right gray. I took the one right next to white, so... So, yeah, so this slight, <laughs> so, slightly different. So, as you... Uh, as soon as you get within about arm's reach with your mech of the corpse, uh, it's not... You don't actually see the creature until it's almost 
directly next to you. Uh, you do what you do see is a large party, like yeah, the grass just splitting and moving. Uh, and as you turn to look uh, to my, see what's coming my at sensor you, going, you can actually see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can actually see this uh, creature. It looks a little bit smaller than the one that's on the ground right now. Um, but it uh, actually changes color, is changing colors as it goes, as it uh, draws closer to you, uh, seemingly blending in a bit with the foliage around it. Uh, I'm assuming a 15 hits you. Uh, yeah. Just, just a little bit. Uh, my evasion's bit. ten. Um, my evasion is better than it was, but <laughs> okay. So you take six kinetic damage as it so uh, my overcharges goes away. forward and <laughs> all right means that th- what and happens it again? Takes... Uh, this creature takes one AP energy damage and must pass an engineering save or be impaired until the end of its next turn. Engineering save. All right. Six damage, you said. Yes. So one, two. As three. this, I I have to show you this image, uh, and I'll show it in Slack. Um, yep. As this creature runs forward and gores you, uh, gores the sides side. Uh, and begins tearing into the lower part of your <coughs> torso. Yep. Uh, there it is. Right. Yep, there it is. There's something. Uh, so, <laughs> what did it have to beat? Uh, oh, what, what was the tech test that it had to beat? Uh, that's my save target, which yeah. is 11. Uh, it fails, so it's stunned? Impaired it's until impaired. the end of the next Impaired. Time. So let me... What does impaired do? Impaired. I believe that means it takes... Uh, ah, yes. Uh, plus one difficulty plus one. on all attacks, saves, and skill checks. And that's just a d6 minus a d6, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. So there's a short electrical burst and it kind of uh, it makes a weird noise as it recoils from you. Uh, but now it's your guys' turn. Who would like to go first? Me. <laughs> I would like to begin my, my uh, industry job as a meat carver. Okay. So as it recoils from you, uh, you do... Uh, uh, you watch as it uh, the colors shift back on it as it backs into the grass. You know the general area of where it is, but right now it is technically invisible. Uh, so treats hard cover is soft cover. Okay, all attacks against invisible characters regardless of type have a 50% chance to miss outright before an attack roll is made. Roll a dice or flip a coin to determine if the attack misses. Additionally, invisible characters can always hide even without cover. Um, 
Yeah, I, I ignore any soft cover. I, I, I ignore any cover it has, regardless, uh, because of okay, my cool. Vanguard ability. So it doesn't matter if it gets soft or hard cover. Um, but I do still have the 50% chance to miss it. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and roll a 1d2 on a 1. Uh, it uh, it misses. On a 2, it hits. <laughs> so both of my oh, attacks miss. Yeah, it, it slides just out of reach, and now you have cleared a decent... It's gonna. It's not gonna be able to hide in that patch of grass anymore. Yeah, there's just the sound of chainsaws revving as I just shear away plant matter, but not the thing. All right. So good news. Right. Well, bad news. It can hide in the foliage. Good news. It's not that the foliage isn't there anymore. Yeah. No. You all saw it pop out of the. Yeah. You all saw it pop out of the grass, tear into Oni for a minute, uh, and then recoil back in as. Sparky's overshield dissipated. Well, worth noting, your van your vanguard talent works specifically with CQB weapons. Oh yeah, no, which is a it, weapon type. It doesn't matter because I missed regardless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, are you are you able you're able to move after your attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can break up your movement and attacks. All right. Only you want to clear a little space around it. We can see if we can pin it down. Make it harder for the damn thing to hide. Oh, I could have triggered my Overwatch when it attacked me. Because <laughs> Overwatch is just a reaction well, now you we can know. take. All right. I could have also braced, but I didn't think about it. Uh, yeah, I'll move. Done. 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 I move over closer. Oh, I believe to Overwatch the... is just when they when they move inside uh, the weapons. Uh, a hostile character starts any movement. When they start any when they start. Oh, yeah, movement. when you start any movement inside one of your weapons. Actually, so yeah, yeah. If I don't move away from it and it tries to move away from me, I can I could hit it. Is the thing, which might be but easier for me to. You have hit. people with AOE effects. Oh, yeah, you have people with enough. AOE weapons that can hit it better. Fair enough. I've moved away. <laughs> I cleared some of the grass and then I moved away. And it was it was last spotted. Um, we should still area. be able to even even if we can't even if it's yeah. invisible, our yeah, sensors will still show where it's at. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we, it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to disappear just because it's invisible. That's one of the good things about. Well, us it can mix. it can disappear if it hides. Yeah. 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 If it uses the hide action, then our sensors will lose track. But it didn't. So. Uh, question: If something is invisible. I assume it does not count as being in line of sight? Uh, no. So, I moved away. That's my turn. Okay. Who would like to go next? Um, if one of you wants to fire some AoE at it, that's fine. I have a big gun to try and shoot at it, too. Uh, I don't have an AoE. I imagine Sounds like does. Yeah, sounds like most invitation to the party. Yeah, so you got you got that howitzer you might want to fire. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I will. The reason I was asking is because I was going to use heavy gunner, but I if I don't if it's not in line of sight, that doesn't apply. Uh, so I will take a quick action to spin up my assault cannon, um, which gives it reliable three. Okay. Uh, which I forget what that does. Oh, it right! I have reliable. It still takes damage even though I miss. Okay. How much damage did it take? Uh, uh, two. So it would have taken four damage. Is it? Is that what reliable does? Yeah, yeah reliable. Even if, you yeah, miss, or even if you miss, it does a bit if, of damage. Yeah, if so. you if you miss or roll less damage than the reliable value, it still does the reliable. So damage. so so correct correction on the description. The chainsaw axes buzz and rip through the air, and while they don't land solid hits, the spinning blades still carve gashes yeah. in it. Yeah, you do ca- You do feel a bit of resistance as you catch what uh, what you believe to be probably the flanks of it as it dodges backwards. Yeah, so it would have taken four damage total. Yep, I marked it. Alright. You uh, do hear a, 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 an odd howling again. Like a low. But, go ahead. Uh, so, I'm I'm firing... What do I? What is the action to to to, to fire everything? It's uh, uh, a full action. Barrage takes a barrage. full action, but firing one weapon is a skirmish. Okay, uh, unless, it, I, un, unless it's a super heavy. And I can't do a quick action. Oh, you know what? I can do. Uh, but I, normally, I couldn't do a quick action and a and a barrage, right? No, normally, but you can overcharge if you need to. Or um, do an extra can, quick action. I'm going to use the Everest Initiative. Yeah, you can also use the Everest Initiative reaction. So I'm gonna. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it up, um, spin up my assault cannon, um, which is is loaded with um, mag ammo. So it doesn't need it, it. It has arcing. I don't need line of sight for it. Okay. Uh, I'm firing my mortar, which is loaded with thumper ammo and which is also arcing and does not need line of sight. And I'm also gonna fire my howitzer, which ditto. Okay. Uh, so barrage is firing two mounts. Are two of those connected together? Uh, no, they are not. So I think I will just... And super heavy weapons can only be fired as part of a barrage. Um... Well, specifically, barrage is firing with two regular mounts or one super heavy. Yeah, yeah. They fire alone on a barrage. Does a heavy mount count as a regular mount, or yeah. that's just a main yeah, mount? Yeah, that's a regular yeah, mount. Heavy mount, yeah. Each mount Su- is... Super he- yeah, each mount is one mount. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to fire with the uh, with the howitzer and the assault cannon. Okay. <laughs> so first, flip a D two to see if you actually hit, if you're actually able to hit or, or if you automatically miss or not. Does that still apply it with arcing? Yeah. That, yeah, it's invisible. That's stuff. part of the invisibility trait. It, it, yeah. Uh, All right. But you spun up your assault cannon, so it has reliable now. <laughs> uh, so it hits. So yeah, you hit. Well, you. Well, you can make the you attack. You can make the anyway. attack, and you won't automatically miss, is what that means. Right. So that's a d20 plus anything? Uh, do you have any accuracy? If not, uh, then just a d20. Yep. Uh, no, you get a plus one because of your grit. Oh, right, yes, you do get your grit. Yeah, added, our, right? our attack bonus and, is currently plus one. So. And where Which one is this with? Again? This uh, is with the assault cannon, right? Yeah. Accurate, accurate just means that even if you miss, you still do damage. If you miss or yeah. roll lower than the uh, damage. That's reliable. Uh, oh, sorry, reliable. Accurate, sorry. Accurate Accurate is... gives you an accuracy. Okay, yeah. So otherwise, it's just a, a straight d20, right? d20 plus yes, 1. Uh, d20 plus 1. Uh, 8, so probably not. 
eight. Uh, no, that misses. So what's the okay. reliable value on the assault cannon? Three. three. So it still takes three, three damage. All right. So you that you misses. see on the... You don't see yourself... You don't see the bullets hit anything, but on the stone behind it, on the small stone ridgeway behind it, you do see splatters of purple ichor that uh, splash up against the back of it. So you hit it. And your howitzer, you can make the attack with your howitzer as well. (laughs) The howitzer is inaccurate, so I assume that I subtract one. Uh, Yeah, inaccurate Uh, means it's minus 1d6 to the roll. Accurate is plus 1d6, inaccurate is minus 1d6. Got it. Was your was your assault cannon accurate? No. no okay, that's what I was about to say. So oh, that, that misses as well. That would also be an eight, though, because you do also need to bring to that. Yep. Uh, yeah, that still so, misses. Still a miss. Yep. Does the howitzer have reliable? It does not. Okay. <laughs> that seems uh, that that seems unlikely. <laughs> uh, so you kind of focus in on where that icker. Uh, hit the stone behind it and you just aim for where the icker hit and just the howitzer levels and then fires <laughs> and that pile is mostly not there anymore because <laughs> it's still it's a blast one right you hit the rock <laughs> or, I was about to say you could have you might just have destroyed the uh, the terrain that he was hiding actually, in it's actually blast two Okay, so yeah, you destroyed the terrain that was behind it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, we're picking away at any place it's got to hide. And uh, what kind of ammunition was in the howitzer? Uh, the howitzer has explosive ammo. Uh, there is a small fire uh, on the back side of that now as well. Okay. All right. This rock is on fire. A giant asteroid lands on Mizuchi. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? I can go. I have a big gun that is also reliable. Go right ahead. So I will. <laughs> yeah, I will. Fi- I will fire my cyclone pulse rifle first. Let's <laughs> see if I can actually make the attack roll. Very nice. Uh, and it is accurate. One accuracy, one static bonus. Nine probably doesn't hit, though. No, a nine does miss. But it is accurate, so it still takes... It, rely, it has reliable five, so take five damage. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I it, is a, thing with it is a super heavy... It is a super heavy weapon. Uh, so I'm going to. Oh wait, no! Oh, yeah, this is a cyclone so... pulse rifle. Yeah, cyclone pulse rifle. It's it's basically right. it's basically a heavy machine gun. No, uh, no, it's a laser cannon. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's not a that's not a that's a because it's strike. <laughs> and then it's unloaded, but then I will also go ahead and oh, wait, take no, the no, a, Everest initiative. Gun. Yeah, it's it's a heavy machine gun. It does kinetic damage. It's a pulse energy, rifle. Right? It's just yeah. it, it's 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 rap, it's a rapid firing heavy machine gun. Uh, and then I will go ahead. I will take the initiative action to uh, stabilize. I believe okay. is a quick action. 
normally. Uh, stabilize is a full. So is it, is it a full it? action? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reload is a quick, but if you just reload, but is reload is reload its own action? Re- reload is a quick action. Uh, you can also you can do a reload uh, as part of a stabilize full action, but you can also just use a quick action to reload. You can only do that with pilot weapons rather than mech weapons. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah. When, yeah. You, had the, when you had the pilot talent, there. Yeah. Or no, when you're outside uh, of your mech, rather. Yeah. Yeah. You when you reload, you reload one pilot weapon with the loading tag. So yeah, right. that's useful for sad. me, I guess, because I've got a sniper rifle. That's it. Or at least you can, yeah. you can eject. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's it's so you have to stabilize to reload and do some other stuff. Uh, I think there are also some um, some systems that can reload on their own. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is that is the thing. Also, if you're using like a Raleigh, <laughs> the Raleigh is really good at reloading things. Raleigh. Say it how you feel like it. <laughs> it's, it's a mech name. Raleigh. The Raleigh. It's it's uh, also a place name in real life. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. Quick question. Anyway, got to ask. Uh, weapons is uh, AP. Anybody? Uh, it is mine. Is not okay. No, if it has any armor, that does apply. Mine is not also not okay. an AP. All right. Uh, Just making sure. I will actually, though, because I have this. Um. I will take the initiative to deploy my hive drone. Okay. Uh, so a small, a size one half drone can be deployed to a free space within sensors and line of sight where it releases a burst to gray wash swarm with the following effects. So I'm going to drop it right here. Sorry. Let's so get where? We should, right in this space right south of, okay. the, uh, of the beast. Let me... So the uh, the... After after just unloading with his heavy machine gun, the the Regan Leaf just kind of extends its left arm in a, a slot where the missiles would normally have be would, would normally have been rises up, and a small disc just fires out of it and lands right south of where the beast known, known position is, and just unleashes this cloud of seething gray nano machines over the area. All right, right where I put it. Uh, once the, the the square directly south of the beast, so over a little bit. That right there. Okay. So a burst two radius around it. Let me... If you want to give it a visible aura. There you go. You have you control to... of it. Cool. Uh, so I will give it an aura. If you want to make aura one visible so that everyone can see it. Yeah. That is going to be an orange aura because I'm in control of it. What has an aura? Uh, allied character. The, the drone. Oh. So my so, aura one visible on the drone. Should be able to see it now. I can't. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Now you can so, see it. Yeah. So allied carrots. Damn it! Oh, and it went away. You changed. You changed the aura. I didn't do anything. Uh, it disappeared. Aura uh, is gone. I think it, it. Did it change because you both saved a thing at the same time? Possibly. I'll uh, go ahead and. You can. You should be able to edit it, William. Yeah, so I'll just go. let you. Bam! There yeah, you go. Can see that? Yeah, uh-huh. I can see it. Okay. Yes. So, allied characters at least partially within the affected area gain soft cover, as does the hive drone. 
Hostile characters take one AP kinetic damage when they start their turn in the affected area or enter it for the first time in a round. Damage from area from created by multiple hive drones do not stack. Yay, I okay. got soft cover. It can be it can it can be deployed to a different space or recalled as a quick action. Does it start eating away at the plants? Alright. It eats uh, everything that I consider an enemy. Do you consider so, the No, not the plants right oh. now. <laughs> I do not consider the plants an enemy. Although, actually, because it's camouflaging itself to the environment, I would say, yeah, the gray wash drones will start clearing everything out. Okay, you watch. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that grass. You watch as the drone, uh, as the disc lands, uh, and it starts to hover and float, and then uh, a swarm of gray nanites just start to pour out of it like uh, silver tendrils. And then they start to disperse, and then you watch as the grass starts to slowly begin to dissolve is the best description you can see of it as it just starts to like disassemble and eat away in random spots the um i i imagine that there's a there's a there's a type of mini that the um retrograde minis makes uh it's called the balor aggressor which is just like this big floating ball which is what i imagine all of their drones look like (laughs) (laughs) all right that the end of your turn? Yep, that's the turn. All right, or Balor Aggregate. That's it. Barky. All right. Uh, well, I am gonna take a protocol to steady my aim. Okay. I'm now mobilized, but gain accuracy on rifle attacks. And I'm gonna try to fire my sniper rifle at this thing. Okay. I can do it. All right. I like how You're starting to one. see. You're starting to see a bit of the shifting shape. It's either in front of or behind the grass. You can't quite tell, but you think you got a general idea of where it is. Yeah, I'm the only one that's missed it. That's <laughs> All right, or that that, yeah. that rolled a one on the on the on the flip at least. Yeah. Uh, you also uh, does that negate the uh, inaccuracy you get from it having hardcover? I'm sorry. Right, it has hard, it, te- it technically has hard cover. So yeah, it has get... hard cover because it's invisible. So yeah. or because um, it has the camouflage trait. Yeah, because it has the camouflage. Oh, so right, you just then... roll uh, minus one d six. Well, then they would cancel each other out, wouldn't they? So I guess yeah, uh, hard cover is two di- is two. Um, oh, difficulty. Two. All right, all right. So it's actually going to be sixteen minus one d six. Uh, So 15. 14. Still hits. Okay. Uh... Murder this thing. Alright, so this is 2d6 kinetic AP. Oh, shit. You see what I mean? 7 kinetic armor-piercing damage. 7 kinetic. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... And I'm also gonna fire my bolt nexus at it. Well... As you fire it, uh, you see it start to turn around and uh, head towards, uh, let's see, like it's going to charge back towards uh, Valkyrie in the Regenleaf. And as it begins to turn and run, uh, you catch it right in, you would assume that uh, you shoot it in the torso right behind its front forearm and you watch as it just takes one step and then drops 
And then the uh, drones start eating it. Yep, and then the drones start that same disassembling visual. Spacky right. immediately turns from the uh, sight of the deconstructing creature and uh, well, target eliminated. Target eliminated. It was a hell of a shot, Sparky. Good job. Just doing my job. Swarm drone recalling. Valkyrie will pull the swarm drone back in. Alright, uh, you watch as that same cloud begins to thicken and then turn back into the tendrils and then go back into the disc and then um, the, the disc, disc sort of floats, floats over and, and recalls. Returns back to the Valkyrie. Returns yep. back to the regular and don't nobody forget in that video we watched, this thing was only the appetizer. I'm checking my sensors for any mechs or any uh, mechanical activity. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you look and you don't see anything. Um, go ahead and make uh, roll a, anybody that wants to roll a d20. Uh, spot or survival. Uh, or Seven. Seven. Can I take this opportunity to... If, if, if I haven't made too much of a bigger fire, can we still figure out where the original smoke was coming from? Yeah, there's right a small crater. Yeah, there's a small crater. Uh, so it looks like maybe all the rockets didn't hit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, enough of them did. Uh, hmm. What were you wondering, Andrew? Uh, can I take this opportunity to stabilize and reload my sniper yeah. rifle? Yeah. Oh, I... We'll do that presumably instead of rolling. Yeah. All right. I'll reload yeah. my house with you, please. All right. Uh, as you, as you two are doing that, uh, Mizuchi, you're looking out for Max. You don't see anything on the sensors. If nothing pops um, up on my sensors, then I'll stabilize. Yeah, uh, you're able to do that, uh, Valkyrie. You see, uh, actually, from where you're at. Uh, you just from like looking around this you know that this is the area where Envoy was probably ambushed and you kind of look around and you can see other tracks from uh, other mechs uh, that seem to be uh, heading uh, in a southwestern direction uh, from where you're currently at. It uh, looks like they came from behind. Uh, directly west and then, yeah, directly behind basically where you're standing. They met up here uh, and um, then headed to the southwest after. They came from behind. Uh, so Valkyrie sort of looks around at that while she's reloading her uh, her pulse rifle. Um, and the, uh, it looks like they came, grabbed their catch, and took off to the southwest. Uh, does anyone see any signs of the, of the escape pod from the mech? See if we can find our envoy. Not from here, but if they took off, I can take to the skies and see if I find anything. No. We'll probably only find them and probably the scrap remains of the Everest he was piloting if we just follow them, unless they might have been chasing the escape pod. Wouldn't wouldn't an escape pod let off a beacon of some kind? Uh, yes, an escape pod would, but 
that's assuming that they used an escape pod and um, not just uh, the emergency eject also can just just pop a back hatch so that you can jockey out. Yeah, depending depending on the mechs, they might have a full escape pod that just like launches, they just ejects the, the pilot seat or it might just be like you get your escape get pods. Escape pods are mostly used in uh, either Harrison, sh- probably. It, well, in uh, space uh, theaters or uh, on dangerous planets. You probably should have. You would assume that probably should have had an escape pod on this planet, uh, considering the things that you've run into. <laughs> um, but you don't yes. see one nearby. Yeah, just having a spring-loaded chair would not be ideal on the way like this. <laughs> we, we ain't exactly been subtle in our approach. You think it's worth setting off a beacon of some kind? Maybe we set off a distress call? Well, I... If it falls I... in the pilot, great. Uh, if not, it might draw in the vultures we're looking for. Uh... Is my roll high enough to see any potential traces of the, of the ejector? Uh... So you can see the door or the back hatch that blew off uh, landed about here, which would imply that the ejector seat also fired in that general direction. Yeah. So it looks like the ejector would have fired to the east. So, which way did they go? The tracks continue to the southwest, though. Yeah the 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 scavengers took off to the southwest, but the 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 blowback tossed the door of the. That, that got blown off the back of his mech to the to the east, so the ejector seat would have fired that way too. Well, I doubt I'll be able to spot a person from the air. Not in this. Not in this foliage. I could definitely spot them though. You want to take a look? Feel free. And just don't go flying off. I will rocket up into the air using my flight module. All right. You fly up. Go ahead and make a spot check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. I also generate two uh, heat. You... <laughs> yep. Uh, so you you fly, you fly about 50 or so meters up and you start to survey the area and you start, you can see the, the plateaus that, um, Envoy was speaking of, uh, to the Southwest. Um, you don't see any mechs or anything like, you don't see any large, uh, humanoid shapes, um, or anything like that. Um. But you do see, uh, from this high up, you can actually spot uh, how worn the grass is and the, how the different paths that you can see that do head to the southwest. All right, so I can see the, I can see the tracks. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll do a circuit of the area, generating two more heat. Okay. Um, and uh, just to see if I can spot anything more specific like where like if like if for instance uh envoy the envoy that we're looking for is on a rock somewhere waving a flag or something uh with a 21 no uh you don't see that but um you do see a drag trail and uh 
again, then they wouldn't have left that behind. Uh, but you do see a drag trail, uh, a heavy, deep, heavy gouges um, of something large being dragged. Yeah. To the southwest? Yes. Southwest where, they, where they were dragging the mech. I'll land, immediately vent heat, so it's just... Okay, up, not down into the grasslands. Yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, up and out. Yep. All right. Uh, saw drag. Uh, I could find the trail for or that that our enemies took southwest, along with the plateaus that uh, the envoy mentioned in his message. I don't see, didn't see any sign of the person of the pilot themselves, though. Um, do I? Do we still have um, and our sensors encryption codes? And our sensors aren't picking up any biological signals nearby, so I assume he's not nearby if he if he, if he did escape. What do you mean encryption codes? Like, is there, like, would we have gotten, like, um, communication codes that would be, like, Andaran in, in origin or signal code structure so that we could maybe send a signal that is specifically yeah, for you would Andaran have a to pick of, up? Yeah, you would have their specific frequencies that you could broadcast on. Okay, so, um, Regan, uh, Valkyrie would just, well, maybe he has some data plating in, and she will try and broadcast on Andaran frequencies and see if she can get anything... Uh, Envoy, this is a Lancer squad from from Andaran Space. Are you anywhere in the vicinity? What's the range on it? Uh, presumably... Does it have a specific range? It, it doesn't have. It's a radio transmission, so... Okay. Um, whether or not the signal gets to him is a matter as a number of environmental factors, also known as whether the storyteller thinks it's worth getting there yeah. or not. Uh, there's a slight crackle and... Um, after a few moments you're oh thank fuck they've captured me um, I don't... who is this this is Valkyrie um, got a small lance with me and we know the direction that they've taken your mech I'm assuming they took you with it we will head towards you uh, I take it you got my data burst? Someone did, and then they sent it to us. Good. Uh, watch out for the scout patterns. Uh, they have similar cloaking technology to the valley, and then it cuts out. Ah, shite. All right. Uh, back, over, back over the group comms. I got a signal from our envoy. He's been captured by the same people and sounds like uh, they may have just noticed his communication with me. Also, gave me a decent warning. Their scout pattern mechs have similar camouflage to these beasts, so keep an eye out. Could you send your drone ahead, devouring everything in our path? It won't be subtle, but it'll make it harder for them to hide. It doesn't exactly clear a wide area, but I can certainly make a, you know... Give us several a, meters wide path. Give us an advancing trench that we could go down. Shields in front, guns in back. Sure, why not? And she will deploy the the the, the swarm drone and just sort of carve a path through the grass. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's not the fastest, but it, it definitely does it. Ma, uh, Ma, Ma, get your it's not like front. super slow, but. <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're gonna to be fair, slow, but... 
To be fair, it provides cover to allies rather than eating allies, so you can just walk in the drone cloud. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow the drone. <laughs> Axe is out. Yeah, yeah Maul, Maul puts a shield up and starts heading out. She's got her, her assault cannon sort of, not direct forward, but raised and ready. So, All pissed. right. I'll take point. Only you on swing. Yep. And uh, uh, rest you on drag. Uh, all right, you guys start clearing a swath through the, the foliage and start heading to the southwest following the tracks. Um, if you're gonna and... if you're gonna sneak up on us, we're gonna remove the thing that helps you sneak. <laughs> <laughs> While also sending the message of "Hello, yes, we are here. Please rearrange our faces." Uh, That's what as I'm you're here for. Ab- about. An hour or so after uh, you guys begin. To be uh, fair, this is a Southwest. very Horace approach to this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, very IPSN. I mean, none none of this Salt has the been path. subtle. <laughs> uh, none of this has been subtle. Why start now? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Smite the enemies of Raw. Interestingly <laughs> enough, the fire didn't last a whole very long on uh, the plants that it was that it that did get lit on fire by the explosive blast that kind of burned for probably about 30, 40 seconds. And then, uh, uh seemed to went, seemed to go out we, themselves. We have between us two different Gatling guns, a mortar, a, a howitzer, a pair of chainsaws, a pair of chainsaws and a sniper rifle. We are not a stealth unit. <laughs> <laughs> A sniper rifle that also has a lightning cannon installed. <laughs> uh, fun fact: Silver Lance is not currently a lightning cannon. What kind of what kind but of? But it's only is got it? five shots in it right now, so uh, explosive. Okay, so even so even better. <laughs> Enough, so we've got two howitzers. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's only got five shots in it right now. Howitzer so. and a half. <laughs> got a howitzer and a half. Uh, so yeah, uh, about a. An hour and a half or so uh, into your traveling southwest, though, you get another ping, Valkyrie. Uh, it's a set of coordinates. Um, no voice or anything like that. Um, but uh, when you plug them into your HUD, uh, it does appear to lead towards the direction that you're traveling. I got coordinates for everyone. Did it come from an Andaran frequency, or is it our is it our opponents inviting us in? That's a good question. Was that was that Andaran? Was that Andaran? It was signal, from or? the one that you, yeah, it was from the one that uh, contacted you uh, or okay. replied to your initial so, message. Heavy guns forward. Yep. All right. So, let's move you guys. Did you see the uh, William? Did you see the 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 the, bi- the big ball ballot yeah. that I put in Slack? <laughs> yeah, that's the it's very much a Unicron pattern ballot. That's the that's the aggregate form of the ballot. It's just like I don't know how you do that to a ballot, <laughs> but fuck, is that creepy? And also exactly what their drones it's just a different, look like. It's just <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of build if you want to make a ballot. You know. Do you want to make your baller a giant walking ogre or just a ball that spits fire? <laughs> oh, so it's a bolo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you add that extra L in. 
Thank you, folks. We'll All be right. here all week. <laughs> nice. All right. So, a number of hours later, uh, you are getting near the coordinates uh, that. Oh, here we go. Remember our drone that's leading us ahead of us? Yep, I remember. Uh, those are the. Those are the three. The the two mechs. Uh, and you do get an image uh, with those coordinates, actually, of what the scouts look like. So those are in Slack now. I assume uh, all three of those be the scout, or is it the, the one on the third the, one? The third the one, I think, is the scout. The one in the middle is the scout. The one in the middle? Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you guys just hear... What, what are the other... <laughs> Uh, the one in the middle is the scout, which me uh, the 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 big the hulking brute is the one is one of the ones that we saw, along with the uh, the one on the right. It's the middle yes. side one, yeah. Yeah. If that image comes uh, along as we're as we're going, just occasionally, uh, you'll hear Oni going, <laughs> "Here, scouty, scouty." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Everybody can go ahead and put themselves where they like on the map. You want to put the drone token down for me, so that yeah, and make the aura visible, and let yes. me know when you're done, so we so we're not editing it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll just put it on the. So I believe I would be here. Mo there you would go. Be here. It's all yours. Or I'd be right. here. Is and the aura would be visible? Here. Uh, should be. Thank you. There you go. All right, and then ten foot with orange aura. Is that visible to everybody? Yep. Yes. Cool. So with Ma and Point, Ma be like right here. Yeah. There we go. All right. I figured so, we headed straight south. I kind of figured we were headed southwestish. Uh, I mean, at around this time, you're you're going more a little bit more south than southwest. I imagine okay. we're heading to this big door at the bottom of the map. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> it seems to line up with the coordinates. Yeah. Uh, but as you get there, uh, you do see one individual step out, uh, and then. I, I I do love the notion that we're as we're walking, there's just this shifting cloud of gray at our feet that's just kind of swirling around us and this like Yeah, it's it's more not the way that you focused it, it's now more it's like clearing the grass in front of you, so it's getting it at the base and then the grass in front of you is just falling away. Yeah, yeah so we just we just got like this low level fog at our feet that's just ripping the grass away. And also hovering a little bit higher yeah. because it provides us cover, so yeah, uh, I like I like the idea that because it's concentrated really low right now, it's sort of like Gara's sand, where yeah. like it's concentrated very low. But when someone shoots at it, it's just this clap, this tendril of nano machine just shoots up to block. <laughs> we how much noise um, does that drone make? I wonder. Probably a buzzing noise, I would guess. Like a like a very soft buzzing noise. It's between a buzz and a hiss. Yeah, yeah. because it's 
it, it this you did get this from a horse license. I feel like yeah, most so. <laughs> most of the noise comes from the deconstruction of the plants around it, and not from the nano machines themselves. <laughs> it's just this constant low level, just of things being and turned the, to sand. The, the grass that's falling is making a surprisingly heavy thud sounds when it lands. Uh, if it lands, so, heavy grass. <laughs> remind, remind me specifically. Our 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 objective here is the recovery of the pilot, or specifically the elimination of these guys. Uh, recovery uh, of the pilot would probably be the primary. I feel. Yeah, it was to discover the source of the distress signal, and now that you've discovered it, yeah, you guys are... we. Now that we've discovered it, it's up to us whether or not we care if the pilot lives or not. Yeah, um, I mean, I care. I feel well, like Valkyrie cares too. I do too. I'm just saying that it's up to us. These two can definitely see us, right? Uh, yeah they they slow they slowly walked out and turned, uh, and we're, we're not exactly subtle. No. Yeah, and, I just want, I want to make sure, but they're not opening fire or anything yet. No, they are. What the this one right here uh, does have a large rifle that it kind of like just holding slung on its shoulder. And it's got the screaming skull with the compass rose on its chest. And it blasts over a a speaker system. Is there something I can help you folks with? As the uh, Valkyrie kind of like in stepping up a little bit more in the through the mist. Uh, Yes, actually. Uh, What was the name of this this company that I know? Uh, Void Sirens. If you if you void sirens would kindly hand over the man that you've captured, we'll gladly be on our way without a fight. But if you feel like holding him prisoner, I'm afraid I'm going to have to teach you how the Dragon Raiders do business. Kind of turns and looks at the charger next to him, and uh, yeah, now that you can see it, it's a, it seems to be a charger pattern uh, mech. Um, and you hear laughter over the intercom from both of them. I'm not quite sure who we've abducted, but uh, I don't. Void sirens and dragon raiders. We're simple hunters out here. I know your symbol, and I've also got signal from the man that you've held captive. Over over external comms, Maul chimes in and says. Look, friends, I know how it is out here. We're just here to pick up meat and take it back. You all can keep any scrap you picked up. Ain't no reason for us to get into anything. How about we keep all this here peaceable? Oh. Peaceable works? I'd I'd like to make a charm roll if I can. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. It was all right. Say, say we do have this individual that y'all are looking for. What might you have to offer us humble hunters? Uh, well, I got a. Uh, uh, Sparky just mutters over squad comms, an absence of bullets in them. Mobile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Over squad comms, Onikos, and chainsaws. 
Over squad comms, Mom says, now come on, children. Let's try it the easy way before we go the hard way. And uh, then back over external comms. She's going to reach down into the um, um, the uh, one of the small compartments that she has in her cockpit. I'm going to pull out of my extra rations, um, my pilot gear. I'm going to pull out a bottle of, of liquor. And, okay. um, and uh, she'll sort of hold it up to the comms and let it slosh back and forth a little bit and say, how about some Jägermeister for the Jägers? Uh, go ahead and make another charm roll. Okay. Do it. No. Oh. You have oh, no. you have the highest skill bonus to any skill trigger of all of us, specifically <laughs> on your charm. <laughs> yep. And it's a six. Uh, it kind of steps forward a little bit. One second. Let me get back on the right. It steps forward a little bit on this ridge. And it goes, well, that sounds mighty fine. It's been a while since it had, that's a, that's an old brand. And he goes, that should go great with breakfast. What do you think? And, uh, a large, you hear some heavy thuds as uh, behind them. Oops, come on. Am I going to have to clear this whole field again? <laughs> a, a large mech uh, steps up and goes. Uh, you hear over it. It's been a while since I've had that. You only got one bottle? And levels a large rotary grenade launcher in your guys' general direction. This is going to be great. So I take it you take your, you're wanting the hard way then over the external comms. Oh. Are you going to hand over you, Max? Hard way it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Time to see, Who wants time, to go first? Ma, time to see how pirates handle Ma, this. if you could please deliver our reply. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over over internal comms, Ma grumbles. Looks like I put my face on this morning for nothing. And it's going <laughs> to... Um, I will... Let's see. <clears throat> what's, the, what's the distance look like right here? We're at 15, roughly. From all of them. So, all right. Yep. All right. Great. Excellent. I don't have to. <laughs> so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna open up on the on the big fella uh, with my mortar and uh, uh, howitzer. Would you say this fight is a different scene from the last fight? Yes, it definitely is. It's been a few hours. Okay. So you can use your initiative again if you want to quick action spin up your assault cannon. Uh, my assault cannon's not in range. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm 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 using my other two. Um, uh, all right. Um, okay. So I, I, and it is, it is clearly visible right now, right? Yes. It is a size two mech. Okay. Um, let's see how far away am I? A heavy gunner only works if they're in 10 spaces. All right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm blessed. 
I can get right up to the smart mouth because my speed is five now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> boost, boost, fire. <laughs> do you still have your knife and gun attachment? Yeah, I do. So I can, I can hunter. You, I can hunter. Yeah, you, you can, if, you can just take ten, take ten, and then fire pistol, lunge with the knife, and do my barrage. Fifteen yep. does, <clears throat> does hit. All right. Um, that is with my. Uh, mortar, so that's uh, plus two explosive damage and knockback one. Uh, does or do you have multiple targets in the blast? Or are you only able to hit one of them? Uh, that blast is only one. Okay. You know what? I probably should have hit with the. Um, yeah, I actually probably should have hit with my other one first because that has blast two. Well, could you can you target a piece? Of, can you target landscape or no? Yes, basically you you choose you choose a location and you make a separate attack roll for each target within the blast radius. Oh, unfortunately, oh, okay. they are they are just too far away. I think. Yeah, yeah. they're just too far for a blast that's, one. That's you'll okay. need so a blast two. For that one, for that well for that first one, I'll just hit the big one. Okay, so it was fifteen. Uh, what was the damage? Uh, damage is 1d6 plus 1 explosive. But if you have that howitzer that does blast 2, you can hit right here. Yeah. And they hit all three. Yeah, so you'll make, you'll make one attack roll for each, for all three of them. Yeah, so that's, so, so that's on my mortar, that's, that's a 6 explosive damage on the, on the big one. Was that not Ouch. 7 because you had a plus 1? Yeah, it's 7. Sorry. 7, Okay. Uh, AP, no AP? I don't think it's AP. Uh, I don't think anything I have is armor piercing at all. Okay. I don't even know where that would show up, so that would it indicate... Would, it would be in a tag. It would be in... Yeah, it would be in the... Like, if you look at your assault cannon where it says reliable, it would say AP as well right there. No. No. Like how my segment knife says overkill. <laughs> Which means you can overheat yourself if you roll ones. Actually, you, I think you have to overheat yourself to reroll. Any damage dice that land on a one causes the attacker to take one heat and then is rerolled. Yep. Yep. Additional ones. You don't get the choice. Effect. But I can't. I basically, ha- right. I basically can't do minimum damage unless I blow up. In which case, I still didn't do minimum damage because <laughs> I blew up. Just not to you. <laughs> not just not to the target. Yeah. Um. So that misses the first one. So I have to roll a separate a separate attack for everybody in the blast radius. Yeah. 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 Natural 20. Which means that whoever Ouch. that second one is, you roll the damage dice twice and take the higher. I was starting with, with this one and going clockwise. So that's going to be the... the, the sorry. Which sorry. One? So missed, missed this guy, hit this guy for for crit. And, and now you're aiming at the big one, yeah. yeah. 13. 13? Okay. Well, 14, because you got grit. Right. Sorry. Yeah, uh, so it still hits. Um, and so I'll roll the damage on those other two. So I double the damage dice? No. Uh, you, so you, you roll the damage dice twice and take the highest results. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you so if it say it's 2d6, you roll 4d6 and take the highest two numbers. All right. Yeah, so 4d6... So that's going to be ten on this ten bipedal, on the only bipedal one. Okay. Well, the no, other one's uh, bipedal, just big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So ten on the on on shorty, and then the other one gets 
uh, another seven, and that's that's explosive. Okay. One second. You have a grenade launcher. We have an artillery emplacement. <laughs> uh, let's see. There are probably invisible scouts around us, by the way. Oh yeah, we know we know the scout is invisible. It's somewhere, somewhere in here. But we have soft cover. Go ahead and roll two D six. Uh hang on one second. I structure damage. Let's see. Oh, does it not take you through the process? Oh, yeah, no, you have to roll, right? Yeah. Here, I'll roll it for you. I think he just did oh, two and a three. So two, two and a three. Two and a three. So. You did some structure damage to one of them. Yeah. Which means they have more uh, than one structure watch. point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the one that you, uh, the, the one that was uh, speaking with you, uh, the explosion tears off their left arm uh, and they actually drop their uh, rifle uh, as the explosion uh, severely damages the mech that they're piloting. Good, uh, good, because that's my target. <laughs> over, over, exter- over external comms again, if I may. Yeah. New deal. How about you all fuck the hell off? <laughs> okay. And, and and I would like to, if I may, I would like to roll take control. Use force, violence, presence, will, or direct action to take control of something. <laughs> Do triggers usually come up in combat situations? Not usually, but you know, this is this uh, is less. I'm using I'm yes, using it less for combat and more in uh, uh, fifth element style negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh go ahead and roll and we'll see 20 all right <laughs> nice see if that has any effect we'll see yeah uh yeah like you can't you can't you, you can't use like the you can't use it for anything that's directly relevant to combat so like yeah. i have my i have my punch people good skill trigger i can't use that to give me a plus two to my mech's ability to hit with an axe yeah um but- but but if you do a bit of role playing in the middle of combat, then yeah, you don't hear any response. Salvo taking off the goddamn arm. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the the back left leg, the same, the same on the same side as the, or sorry, the back right leg, the, uh, the one on the same side as the arm was blown off, uh, isn't looking that well either. Uh, so yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> I it's would like to take the next one now. of our turns so I can axe murder them a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you just hear over the PA uh, or over the inter- uh, over the speakers uh, the individual that was speaking with you earlier say Fucking get rid of them, and then you watch as they uh, blink away uh, somewhere. Ah, Horace Corbonus, <laughs> and uh, that is their turn. Uh, Mizuchi, you're up. I know that's an SSC piece. Yeah, 
ah, he went away, which means now I, I have to get this guy have, instead. <laughs> which I should have expected when I heard that they had cloaking tech. They have some SSC tech. All right, so move five, or one, two, three, four, five. Uh, initiative to do one quick action, one quick action as a free action to boost, which means I can fly. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, I'm just just out of range. Oh, I forgot I could move. Yeah, you can move. Uh, quick action to boost yeah, if you again. Move, one, two. I was thinking full actions knocked out. One, two. Uh, wait, yeah, no, doesn't your howitzer, don't you have to be immobilized to fire that? Or you have to do your move after or before? Um, or you have to fire uh, it has fire that first. Fire yeah, it, has, it has ordinance. You have to use it before you take any other actions on your turn, excepting protocols. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can still act and move normally after attacking. However, you do have to fire it first in your turn if you're going to fire so it. Generate... Is it okay if I move a little bit then? Yeah. Yeah. You would have been able to move. I generate right. two heat. All right. Additionally, because of its size, this weapon can't be used against targets in engagement with the user's mech and cannot be used for Overwatch. Uh, It'd be hilarious to watch someone try and overwatch with a fucking howitzer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically what my heavy gunner does, sort of. Uh, I'm going to ram this guy. Okay, so he needs to make a uh, hold check. Opposed uh, hold checks, I think. Uh, make a melee attack against, to, to ram, make a melee attack against an adjacent character the same size or smaller than you. On a success, your target is knocked prone, and you may also choose... So no, I just make an attack. Um, okay. But I have things that help with that. I have my synthetic muscle netting, which means I may ram targets larger than me, and when I, when I grapple or ram larger targets, I count the same size. Um, when I count... When I, ram, gra- when I grapple or ram opponents the same, the same size or smaller, I count at least one size larger. Additionally, my lifting dragon and dragon capacity is doubled. I don't know if that has any direct effects on the melee attack. When, uh, when, no. Because it's the same size as me, right? Size so. one? Yeah, it's the same size as you. I don't think being considered yeah, one it's size a, means... It looks to be, now that you're up close, uh, Charger Pattern Cataphract. I don't think, unless I'm missing something about the rules of ramming, uh, that being considered a size larger does anything for me at the moment. I don't believe so. Uh, action economy, ram. Nope, I just make a melee attack. So. Jesus fuck, really? <laughs> so yeah, I just... So yeah, you run up and... Ding, <laughs> Well, no. I think I, I think what happens is we collide. Well, yeah. We collide like horns locking, but neither one of us gets knocked yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, you do hear uh, a, a low, <laughs> yeah, uh, from the other side. And Just only you can hear that. As the... the as as I ram into him head first, and the chains on the chainsaw axes begin to buzz. <laughs> Just over the external comms. Hello, little friend. <laughs> 
All right. So that's my turn. He's going to go now. All right. Yeah, he's going to go now. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, oh, I know why it matters. I count as a size larger than him, so he can't ram me back unless he also has synthetic muscle netting. <laughs> that's why it matters. <laughs> Oh, he can try to ram me. He can try to ram me, but I'm immune to it. So it's like he tries to push me over, and I just lean into it. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, that's a quick action. Okay. All right. Yeah, he is going to. Uh, he locks his head down and uh, just jams forward into your into your chest, but not doing any damage, just kind of jamming forward to lock you in place and then pulls up his right arm and uh, you watch as the, the fist kind of flips back into a uh, more open uh, cannon-type reach as he uses his ram cannon. Uh, Snake Manning. Let's see. Yep. Let's see him also roll a natural one. Come on. <laughs> so hang on. Uh, As we just flail ineffectively at each other. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you hear uh, it slowly whirs up slowly whirs up as the 13 uh yes I'm assuming hits. Hits me, yes okay uh so you take uh six kinetic damage as uh it just blasts into the side of your mech and that was Uh, and yeah, no, he's just gonna fire again. <laughs> natural one. This is natural uh, one, John. Yep. Nice. So this I... one, uh, you see him. You see him level it again, and you knock it down to the ground just before it fires. <laughs> There's another small crater off to your right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just hook. hook your new the call axe. sign is Jinx. I hook the axe, hook the axe over the arm, and yank it down. Yeah, <clears throat> that's not fun. Uh, listen to you, Steve, I would like sounding motherfucker. If I may. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fine by me. All right. So, starting at the very start of my turn, I will go ahead and activate my hyperspec fuel injector for a power up. Okay. Uh, so we'll go ahead and... Oh, I should have done that. Then I could have gotten right up to him and still made my attacks. Damn it. Move five. We will boost five as a free action. Misplayed (laughs) hard. Is that a free action activate? I can't remember. Uh, Protocols, you just just decide at the start of your turn if you're activating any protocols. Yeah. Okay. Um... They do and take your core I power, will. though, so... Yeah. 
uh, use my initiative to quick tech and I will lock on to the big man. Okay. Lock on just makes it easier. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, lock, lock on, on is a tech uh, attack. Accuracy. And it gives you an accuracy. Leave. Automatically hits. You don't need to make a like a tick attack roll or anything. Yeah, to lock on to the character with sensors in line of sight. They gain the lock on condition. Any character making an attack against the character with lock on may choose to gain plus one on the attack and then clear the lock on condition. Oh, so anyone can do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll use that initiative quick tech for the lock on, and then I will use my full action to barrage and consume that lock on. <laughs> okay. Get that accuracy. So I've got Two I've accuracy. got a grand total of three accuracy on this attack because I've got the because the gun itself is accurate. Which gun are you using? The pulse cannon. Oh. Is it accurate? Twenty. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. This is this is a crit. Yes, the the cyclonic pulse rifle is accurate loading, reliable five. It's a good gun. That that definitely hits. <laughs> So I'm going to roll 66 and take the highest three. So 12, 17, plus three, 20 damage. 20 damage. You just rolled 66k3. Yeah, I should have. 66k3, plus three. Yeah, even... Yeah, even with his armor. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, actually, hang on. Was that the aim of the big guy? Yeah. So it yeah. was 12, uh, 17, yeah. How much damage was that? Is he down? Yeah. 20 yeah. damage. Yeah, 20 damage. You ripped through that and his next... Yeah, he he had more structure points, but not after that. Uh, so... Come on. <laughs> So yeah, you just watch as uh, you run forwards and just, you can see through by the end of it, all the plasma projectiles leave clear trails through it, through the big mech, and it kind of just slumps and just stands there like uh, a statue. So yeah, like the, the attack run is basically, she runs forward and then boosts and like leaves the ground for a second and then hits the ground in a slide, sort of like couching the rifle as she fires it. And as she as she comes to a standing position, she just shouts over the public comms, "Do it, Tripa! The Dragon Raiders come for your hides." Right. <laughs> as I'm struggling with this bullfucker, I'm just like look over <laughs> my shoulder. We really need to consolidate names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's just the sound of drinking over the comm from Maw's end. <laughs> Now it's their turn. You see. Oops. Come on. Because <laughs> we've got the Sadamaru Mercenary Corps, we've got the Dragon Raiders, and then we've got Sparky and Maul. <laughs> uh, you watch as. Sparky and Maul. One... Sparky and Maul. Saving all the people while they're breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, two. Great, when this is all over, we're going to be buddy cops, aren't we? (laughs) Coming to CBS Fridays at 8pm, it's Sparky and Maul. (laughs) 
uh, 10 out of 10 would watch that. Uh, especially if it was set at Lancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the buddy cop in Lancer. The buddy I, cop yeah. series in Lancer. Speaking of, by the way, I got into a closed beta for a mech game that if I am allowed to stream, I'm going to because it looks freaking awesome. What's the name? Tabletop uh, or computer? No, computer game. Uh, it is... I can tell you because I haven't signed any NDAs yet. Um... <laughs> All right, one second. Oh, also, okay. the name of the game and having a beta is pretty public knowledge. Yeah. I can't find it. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll look for it and tell you later. It's lost so. somewhere in my email. The Cyclonic Pulse Rifle is a batshit crazy gun. It's just also a loading gun. No, it was a, it was a beta that the Lancer Twitter account retweeted because it was just mech, this online multiplayer mech game. It was like... Oh. So... This one on the left fires, but at whom? Uh, it's going to be firing at uh, Sparky. Who has soft uh, cover. So, one difficulty. So, so uh, does a 14 hit? Uh, difficulty. Uh, yes, I, I, I know. It has... To accuracy. Oh, so oh well then, yes. One. Yeah. Uh, so it hits. Uh, you take. Uh, let's see. Oh, you don't hit. You don't take any damage. It marks you. Oh, it's a tagging drone of some up? kind? Uh. You don't quite know if it's a drone. Where did my, why did my ComCon app close? Because. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you received a lock on. Oh, you're also shredded and can't hide or become invisible. Uh, huh. To be oh, fair, yeah, you don't have your... any armor, so being shredded doesn't mean anything. Well, also, uh, it is based off of, yeah, your E defense, because it's a smart weapon. Uh, so, the way. yeah. Um, second. Phantom Brigade, I'm assuming, is the name of the game you're talking about. Yes, yes, that's it. I just went down the, the Lancer Twitter account until I found it. Yep. Alright, and it looks really cool. It's Okay, that's a full action. Alright, so so range fifteen. Someone's dogs are having a good time. It's it's mine and yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, run that by me again. What am I looking so at here? You've been locked on. You have the locked on condition, and you're also shredded, and you can't hide. Okay. So, so. Shredded characters don't benefit from armor resistance. You are locked on, which we already know. 
But because you don't have any armor, the most shredded does for you is basically you can't brace. Yeah. Uh, no damage, right? That was a tech attack? Yeah, no. Yeah, no damage. Um, okay. And then... It is... You watch as... Fucking dogs. Uh, <laughs> you watch as another swarm of... Uh, a puff of swarm of nanites uh, exp- explodes from the back of this uh, mech and it appears to uh, uh, have the same effect as that uh, valley prowler. Where I, I do need to point shifts. out um, I believe soft cover still applies to tech to, uh, to smart weapons. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the drone the the hive the hive drone provides soft cover to everyone to all the allies in his area. Yeah, uh, that's why it yeah. was that's why it was rolled with one. With it one only rolled back, yeah instead of two. one. Yeah, okay. instead of two, it just okay. Rolled. It had two accuracy. Okay, never mind. Yes. I was I was paying attention to several things at once. So that's fine. All right, who's next? Uh, that would be me. I'm the only one who has yet to go. Yep. You, looks like you have a target. All right, <laughs> you picked a. <laughs> Bad time to show up. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> protocol steady aim. All right. Uh, let me check and see if I have any other protocols to do. I could hyperspec here. Um, I'll be right back. Okay. Mm, you know what? No, I'm not gonna do that right now. Uh, but I am going to. Well, I'm going to start by attempting to take a shot with my AMR. Do I need to flip a coin to see if uh, I can actually make the attack? Is it still invisible? Uh, You're muted, Cody. You're muted, Cody. You're muted in Zoom, specifically. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Actually, no, it's still visible. It wouldn't have been able to do that. So yeah, Crazy. no, it's still visible. Uh, any difficulty on this or anything? Uh, nope. Right. Uh, unless uh, shredded or anything no. affects no. your. No, yeah. none of the status conditions you gave applied anything that would. Be yeah. Difficulty. Then no, you're good. All right. So firing. Yep, twenty-one. Hey, <laughs> fuck that guy up. Yep. Yep. That is no longer loaded, so 46k2. Seven armor piercing damage. Kinetic. Seven. Oh. Alright. I didn't even uh, know. And these are size one half as well. Uh, even though they don't look like it on the scale. Uh, so, yeah, you take a decent chunk out of it uh it looks to be severely crippled cool i'm not done yep uh i'm gonna fire my silver lance at it so uh as as sparky has done before the uh left the left shoulder of uh her everest pops open and this time instead of a uh bolt of lightning a tiny little red dot laser paints the target first. Uh, let me check and see if it actually hits. Nuclear launch detected. <laughs> uh, 11. Uh, yeah, that hits. 
Cool. Uh, moments later, a silver beam flashes out from the barrel and creates a small explosion on the mech's surface. Okay. Four, four explosive damage. There used to be a mech there. <laughs> okay. What the fuck is... Uh, that poor, that poor loudmouth is going to come back from being phased out and is just going to see everything dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else I can do here? I've Hopefully I get to go so... before he comes back so I can murder this guy in front of me. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to move. One, two, three, four. Out of cover, but I imagine you can move the drone. Yeah, I can move um, the drone with a quick action. Uh, um, Which I will on my turn to reposition to give you guys some cover. I can. Sure, I can... I'm going. Uh, I'm going to use uh, initiative to apply Dominion's breadth to Reagan Life. Sweet, I got okay. an overshield. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's me done. All right, Sparky's done. Another one pops open. This time, <laughs> they uh, let's see. fire at the one with the shield. Do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have moved out of the drone's cover. Oh well. <clears throat> Seemed like it was clear. Just have to check something. It's fine. You haven't. You still haven't taken any damage. He only marked you. <laughs> yeah, but that mark is probably still there. I mean, two, three, four, yeah, five, um, six. I don't know if there's a way for someone to clear lock on on themselves. Uh, yes, uh, when you can, when you stabilize, you can clear a condition. Ah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> two, three. Four, five, six. This one dashes forwards towards you guys uh, in the back. Is he a suicide? I mean, in the front. Is he a suicide? In the front, yeah, sorry. Is he a suicide scout? (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, I need you two to make a uh, system save. Well, I'm spec'd up right now. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so it's going to be a D20 plus your system score plus any bonuses that you might so have. So just a D20. <laughs> Are you powered up, John? Not yet. You get a plus one. No, not yet. Uh, plus yeah. accuracy. I don't yet yeah. get one. Okay. Because I forgot that. to do it at the beginning of my last turn. Oh, okay. Uh, 11. 20 Hopefully their save target is not higher than ours. <laughs> I also got 11. Where is their system save? It's their save target. 
Save yeah, target. Right, right under their oh. size. Right under, we, have oh. to, we have to meet or exceed their save target. And you both... Oh, you just both barely made it. As <laughs> you hear this piercing, uh, like, white noise signal forcibly override inside your mechs, and you have to cover your ears for a second before you flip a couple switches and thwart the uh, E attack uh, from it. Uh, so, yeah, that didn't pan out for them. They are questioning life's choices. Who's up next? I would like to uh, go. It's the start of the round now, unless there's more of them? Uh, yeah, actually. All right. I'd ideally like to get Sparky under some cover. I can I can provide that cover when I go. If you want to actually let me go first, if you if I let you go first, the bull in front of me will punch me. I mean, I can also stab the bull or stab this tech dude. Depends on who the who, who they have go first. Like the bull is definitely going to punch me. I would like to kill it and also activate my inner my hyperspec fuel injector so I get bonuses to saves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, sure you would. The only the only other guy who we can see who's going to be going is going to be the dude who's about to show up in front of me. So I feel like you guys aren't going to get immediately shot at. So I feel like it's probably safe for the Mizuchi to. Yeah, they're 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 definitely focused on us right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. After I dumpstered that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you you fucked up one, and then between between Maw and Valkyrie, we fucked up the big guy. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Now it's this guy's I was a little turn. worried for a second, but then you guys did other things. <laughs> now it's now it's this guy's turn. So yeah. Uh the I, you know you know the point in 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 uh mech anime where they begin to play the intro music in the middle of a combat scene? Mm-hmm. That begins to happen. It turns into hype music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that begins to happen as I activate my protocol. Um and and, As this is the reason you're watching this show starts to play. And like just underneath the shoulders and underneath where the synthetic muscle netting is, there's just like you you, you can audibly hear whirring spinning up as the mm-hmm. chains begin to rattle. Um and I'm going to barrage this fucker. I don't know why, right. but for some reason the anime theme that started playing in my head wasn't even a mech anime theme. It was just Head Chala. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Head Chala. The one that's in my head is, I can't even think of, I can't even think of, it's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I can't think of what the words are, but it's it's that, it's a very particular rhythm. Although, honestly, the the mech anime song that should be playing in my head, specifically for the Mizuchi, is Flying in the Sky from G Gundam. <laughs> You're all better informed than I in this regard. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so, I get... I have, I, have an accu- I have plus one accuracy on my attack rolls. Okay. I really need to take Blade Master, because that gives me plus one accuracy on my main weapons, as well as my CQB. When you, uh, I forgot to ask, when you boost and fly, uh, you don't gain heat. That's I only do. when you activate your actual flight module, right? No, I do gain heat. Anytime, oh, even when you boost? Anytime I fly, yeah, anytime I fly um, with my flight system, I gain size plus one heat. I have two heat right now. Okay. 
It's all he doesn't have to fly though, so yeah. he, he can boost and not fly. And yeah, I can, yeah, I can. It's only when yeah. I, it's only when I fly. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that's that's what I figured. I just wanted to make okay. sure. First attack. Fuck. Really? <laughs> he takes. You guys are gonna have this competition again. He takes two damage because I get reliable. So like the okay. the arm comes up to grab and the spinning chainsaw just spins through the hand. <laughs> Uh, you see... Dad's in the garage and the dogs just cannot tolerate that. Uh, you watch as your axe uh, starts to uh, bite into the side. It gets turned away by a, a slight... Uh, 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 not like a plasma glow, but like some some sort of uh, uh, interference is... Uh, seems to be making the blows glance away a bit. I swing down, and I'm one point short of criticaling this guy. Yep, so you hit. Uh, so that's going to be six damage. So two damage, then six damage. I'm then going to overcharge. Uh, you feel the same resistance as your axe bites into this. Uh... Uh, overcharging one curve, plus one heat. Yes. I'm going to overcharge and skirmish as I hit him again with the chain So now you have three heat? Yeah, now I have three heat. I am officially in the danger zone. Highway to... Yeah, I was going to say, (laughs) I just clicked on your thing and it turned everything from dots into actual fire. (laughs) (laughs) As As the shoulders begin to heat up and turn red. I'm the one that isn't already red, anyways. Mm-hmm. Really? Two more damage. Oof. As I'm just... Two more damage? For three hits on this guy. All right. Just digging them in. Uh, the third one misses. Yeah, but it's reliable, too, so it's still two more damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, that means it is the Charger's turn. Let's end your turn real quick. Uh, so we're just locked in yeah. place, and I'm just whamming on it with the <laughs> with the axes. Yeah, it's going to... He's going to, uh... What was the name of this mission again? Because I forgot to change it on the Roll20 overlay. (laughs) Uh, Stolen Few. Uh, yeah, he is going to, um... Just rear up and, uh... Let's see. Fire one... At... You. So... Oops, not that, not the plus. 
Oh, actually, that was a nine. I forgot to add the plus one. I don't know if that still hits or not. Um, no. No, a nine would not have hit. Okay. Uh, seventeen. I'm assuming hits you. Yes, the seventeen hits me. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's another five kinetic damage. And then it's going to uh, raise its uh, raise its arm again, and instead of blasting you, it's going to point its arm at the Regan Leaf and make an attack against you. <laughs> and crits. So... I believe being engaged imposes difficulty. It does. Okay. Uh, so it normally has an accuracy, but I'll roll one of each. Well, if you if they if you have one of each, then they just they cancel out. So, okay. so you just you just get the base roll there that you have. Yeah. So, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Fortunately, being crit in this game is not oh, nearly as terrifying. Wait, as being hang crit on. Normally. Sorry, because I forgot to put my plus one on all my attacks. I did crit him. With that, that nineteen would have been a twenty. Well, I mean, you already rolled a six. Yeah, no, so you already no, rolled no. max damage. But, but, but when I crit with the chain axe, the target becomes shredded until the end of the current turn. Okay, so they would have ignored all of his armor there if there was any extra damage for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. It would have only affected the, it, it would have only affected the first and last hit. So, like, if if his armor absorbed the the two from the reliable on the third hit then it wouldn't have. And if it absorbed okay. anything from that six, it wouldn't have absorbed it. Alright. I don't know if that's enough to make a difference, but... I I, I was suddenly... <laughs> I fucked up on that, so... <clears throat> okay. Yeah, so that actually does change something. So it was the six and the two... Yeah, the, yeah. the six, and the, the six, and the two that came after it were both were both were both going to. He wouldn't have any armor for. Yeah, because the chain axe shreds you when it crits. All right. Yeah, no, he's actually looking. Uh, yeah, he looks a bit tore up. Uh, so that's uh, so. There's no bonus to their. He's damage. not shredded anymore, because it only keeps you shredded for my turn. Okay. Um, when an NPC crits, do they just double their damage? It's just, you just roll uh, the damage dice twice. And they don't have damage dice, though. They do yeah, flat they just damage. have flat, da- they just do flat damage. Well, then, so unless they, I don't know. Unless he has, a, then, then unless he has a specific effect on crit, it doesn't affect the damage. You just take the flat damage. Okay. Because all critting does uh, yeah, is. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, like if he has a weapon like the chain axe, it has more reliably. Uh... Yeah, like if the if the if the if the thing, if if it has like a like the chain axe that shreds on a crit, that would happen. But other than that, nothing else would happen. Because the only thing it does. Yeah, NPCs okay, so it's. It actually says in the in the in the running NPCs, NPCs can't perform critical hits. Some NPCs, such as veterans and ultras, can perform critical hits, making them quite dangerous. If an NPC performs a critical hit, it, it usually adds damage or has a different effect instead of rolling damage twice and choosing the higher. But it should say so, on the NPC. unless it has a critical hit effect, it which will say on the NPC, then it doesn't do anything. He, yeah, he's also not veteran, so 
you just take five points of kinetic damage as a large metal slug flies from his fist uh, in your direction. Uh, and that's going to be the end of his turn. And uh, one second. I believe that triggers uh, Dominion's breath. Yes, it does. Least just took damage. Uh, Mizuchi, you take two heat as uh, this uh, cataphract discharges some uh, near you. What's the what's the burst radius on uh, the discharge? Uh, it is burst two, unfortunately. So the the guy right next to Regan Leaf takes one AP energy damage and has one to make AP. a save. Uh, yep, it's an engineering save for them. Uh, you said I take two heat. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm heating up, guys. <laughs> and warm. Uh, so it's getting a little hot in this rhino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. They have to make an engineering save. Yes. Ooh. Fourteen. Ah, pass. All right. So they still take the damage, right? Yes, it still yes. takes the one AP energy damage. Okay. They just aren't stunned. Or, uh, or impaired, impaired. Yes. Yeah. Or impaired. Or impaired, sorry. Impaired, yeah. Alright. Um, and, yeah, uh, as that uh, bit explodes uh, and you guys are in the midst of battle with the last two on the surface, uh, that's where we're going to end it for this week. Alright. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.